0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Boutique Podcast. My name's JS. Oh, this guy's on the other side today. This guy over here is my buddy Jeff. We've got some special guests with us tonight because we're going to be talking special effects and cosplay makeup. Before I introduce who we've got here tonight, uh, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping like I always do every week. If you're watching us here on YouTube, make sure you click that. that, that I keep saying that follow. I it's not follow. It's not. It's subscribe. It is. Click the subscribe button because it's important that you subscribe to the channel because it really helps us grow. It helps us propagate the podcast. The like button also helps a lot. Let's be honest. Click that like button. We love to see those likes. If you click the notification bell, you're always going to get notified every time we go live. So make sure you do that as well. Now, if you are listening to us on your favorite podcast platform? That's right, we are live on YouTube every Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. What's going on, everybody? Uh, today we are talking some cosplay and special effects makeup. Can I use
1: your real names? Is
0: that okay?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Victoria has her on her thing. Well, so Victoria be...
0: has her on her thing. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you're okay. Uh, well, we've got Victoria, the dork side, the troublemaker in the chat usually. How you doing, Victoria? <laughs> Oh, She's so like,
1: oh, how dare you, sir?
2: <laughs> I'm good. I guess I'll cause trouble here instead.
1: <laughs> and
0: below me? Yes, below me. Not possible. Becca, how are you?
3: I'm doing good. How are you?
0: Doing well. Thank you for coming on. This is your first time on, isn't it?
3: It is. It is. Yes, thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for coming on. I think I've only actually met you the one time, I believe. Uh, yeah, we uh, well, once Fan or twice Expo. at conventions,
3: but when, when we're in costume, it's always hard. To well, fair enough. You <laughs> know what?
0: You, fair <laughs> enough. It's it's sometimes hard. We were funny yes, We were talking about that earlier. You know, we're all a little bit socially awkward, and and part of the reason when I go to cons, I dress up is is exactly that. You know, it's yeah. not me, right? It's 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 a facade. I'm playing a character. Uh, Mr. Jeff. Mr.
1: Jeff. Did you trim the mustache? Yes. I did trim the mustache. Yeah. Oh. A out of hand. So, well, it's got to come off soon anyway. I've got a gig on the 18th. So I got to I got to take it off at that point anyway. But yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it was time. It was starting. to. Eat oh, it. it was
0: getting pretty epic
1: there. It was. Well, it was pretty gnarly. That's for sure. So, yeah. I had to. How's
0: your week doing other than uh, losing some mustache hair?
1: Uh, well it's voluntarily so it's okay yeah it's it's good uh so we officially i think you guys i've known becca for years but i think you guys officially met becca we we interviewed her live on the podcast from Van yes. on the floor i think that's probably yep. the first yes. time that you met her Correct. I, think, I think you were in your beast if i'm not mistaken yes. yeah. yeah yeah which is amazing by the way yeah so, thank you <laughs> yeah. but i met becca oh my god I don't know how many years ago it would be now. Five, six years ago, at the very least. Anyways, I don't know which con we met at though. I don't know if it was at like Kitchener or if it it's was. It's
3: all a blur. We're all. It
1: really is because I know.
3: you and I go to so many of them. It's it's yeah. hard to narrow yeah. yeah. it down.
1: And it's been years and years and years. Because I want to make sure. Yeah, we don't just talk about your makeup stuff too, Becca. I do want to touch on the crochet stuff too because how you've incorporated that to in your cosplay is pretty pretty damn wild. So I do I definitely want to touch on that at some point today too.
3: Yes, I have a new one that I'll be working on. So, yay!
1: <laughs> and then there's Victoria, who was our catwoman at the booth last year for Fan Expo on Sunday on DC Day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you working on anything? It again are you coming out for Toronto Comic Con, Con before, Toronto Comic-Con, Victoria? What are you?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, all three days.
1: Oh, nice. Oh, you perfect. A, you get an idea a Star Trek uniform? Yet,
2: or? I don't have a Star I've never seen Star Trek before. I'm so sorry. Really? Yeah.
1: How do, I, um, how do i kick someone out of the uh, how do i boot someone off yeah the i think arena? you're fine.
2: it's yeah. been nice yeah. guys it was a good time great <laughs> thanks
3: for
0: up. Yeah, so what are you doing for uh comic-con do you know yet
2: uh i have a few things that i'm thinking of i'm working on um a bell cosplay i'm mm. sewing it uh so mm. i just started cutting the pieces today so
1: clocks clocks ticking Mm
0: -hmm. i
2: work fast
0: Mm -hmm. all right becca are you i i think you said you're not sure if you're even going to be at tcc this year right
3: yeah um it's it's up in the air right now um if we do go it might be just one or two days it probably won't be for the full weekend like i i usually go you know pretty wild on the local cons and go all weekend but uh this this year we're saving up for you know bigger goals like a like a house and stuff so we're we're cutting back on some of the event going um, mm-hmm. just for budgeting reasons but uh, that's one of my favorites along with Niagara and London so you know I might be there.
0: It does get expensive, eh? when you go to all the cons. I mean,
3: yeah. Oh, if I had like, if my way, to go I'd to four go
0: to all of this them. Year. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I I completely get it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we're just trying to get to four of them, and even for four, it's like, yeah, we're we getting the Niagara. That that one's getting expensive. Like that
1: that one's. It's such it's a good, good time, though. I mean, it's so, oh, nice. it's so much
3: fun. It's yeah. such oh, a
1: party con, and you're in Niagara Falls. There's a million things to do. It, it's
3: like a positive atmosphere. It's just everybody's yeah. in a good mood. It's it's always a good place. It mm. is fun. The flow is good for that one too. I find too, like it doesn't get as congested, or at least it doesn't feel as crazy as some of the other ones. Yeah, getting
1: in sucks, but once you're in, it's yeah. good for sure. Yeah. But uh, and as I've mentioned before, it's licensed throughout the whole joint. So yeah, it is at Niagara. At Niagara, uh-huh. yes, uh. the venue itself is a fully licensed venue, so it's uh, it's quite quite nice in that regard.
0: Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Got uh, Mr. Michael saying hello. Hello, Hello. sir.
1: Hello, Uh, hello.
0: Michael's going to be doing Spock on Friday at Toronto Comic-Con. We're doing a Star Trek day, FYI. That's why I was asking if you had a Star Trek cosplay. Um, I got my new Strange New Worlds uniform. It's all buttoned up. Everything's ready to go.
1: (laughs) So happy.
0: I got it. Listen, I am one of the biggest Trekkies in the world, and I did not have any Star Trek uniforms. Of any era. So I was pretty excited to get my first actual
1: Star Trek uniform. So that's fun. Yeah. Uh, you I going to be joining us doing spot? What's that? You should have had Becca Crochet one for you. It would have been dope. That,
0: that, <laughs> that'd be something for sure. Hell yes. Uh, we've all, Keith also in the chat here saying, looking forward to his first Niagara Falls Comic Con. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we're going to try to be there. But if if we're not there with a booth, we're probably only going to go the one day. Yeah. Uh, so we're probably going to try to either go up Friday and then spend the night and go to the con all day Saturday. Uh, I don't know. We're going to have to figure it out. We're, we're, we're trying to get there, but we're not exactly
1: sure what we're going to do. Jeff, you're going to be there all weekend, aren't you? Yes, sir. I never miss uh, Niagara Falls. It's just too good a time. Yeah. So.
0: Um, I want to... You know, get the conversation started a little bit about the whole makeup thing and and I think I'm gonna ask you both the question and you can both take your turns answering it if you'd like. I I wanna start at the beginning. How did you even get into what sometimes seems like full body makeup and prosthetics? Like some of the things you guys do is ridiculous to me. Yeah. Where do you even begin to think this is something I, I even want to do?
3: Um, well, I always loved Halloween. I think in root of a lot of costumers, we all love Halloween, the season dressing up. And I used to enter in tons of costume contests all the time. Um, and I would, I would win every year in my local pool for, for the costume contest. So I would have to top what I did every year. Um, in order to keep that up. So I just started experimenting with different, you know, adhesives and textures and different characters. So I tried doing things like Mother Nature and I've done like Mystique and, I, I, you know, you all know I like my body paint. So I've done Alfaba from The Wizard of Oz and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, it started with knowing not very much. So you just kind of trial and error experiments. Um, YouTube is a great place to learn. So, um, I think also the best place to learn or the the best way to learn is to fail. So I just Mm -hmm. tried a lot, failed a lot, learned what looked good, but didn't last, learned what lasted, but didn't look good. Um, and just kind of snowballed from there.
0: Oh, we, we lost Jeff. Jeff's been having issues with his internet connection lately. I don't know what's going on, but... Uh... Oh, and maybe Jen kicked him out by mistake when... Ah, okay, so maybe we're having issues with the stream stuff that we're trying to do here, but it looks like we lost Jeff. Guys, Jeff will be back. Uh, in the meantime, um, Victoria, how did you get into it?
2: So when I was in middle school, I was pretty much only watching makeup videos on YouTube. Um, and then I started getting these body paint videos recommended to me. And this was like a long time ago. This is 10 years ago for me. And um, I I was just like religiously watching these videos. And I didn't ever think about doing it myself until I got into cosplay um, and the lockdown happened. And I was like, mm-hmm. hmm. I'm gonna be inside for a long time so I don't mind if I cover myself in paint Um, so that's kind of how it started for me I didn't um, I didn't go right for a whole body paint right away I did like I colored my face green and made myself Frankenstein or something Um, but the first thing that I did that actually did cover my chest was uh, Darth Maul so that was pretty ambitious but I had the time (laughs) 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 <laughs> <Thank
0: you. laughs> so when do you decide that you're gonna because i know that you, you're not always painting your whole body right like i see a lot of people will wear like a bodysuit and paint their hands and neck or whatever right like when do you make that distinction of yeah i'm gonna go full out paint my whole body or i'm gonna wear a bodysuit or does it really depend on the costume that you're wearing
3: um, or the for character
0: me, that you're portraying? or uh,
3: Well, for me, I think there's a lot of different factors to determine. Um, if you are just going, for instance, to do something that's just primarily a photo shoot and you're not going to be in the public, um, you can get away with just painting the front half of yourself without having to commit to the backside and extra product. You also don't have to worry about transferring it on to anybody that you bump into or anything like that. So when you know that you're just going to be at home and you just want to do like um like a self-photo shoot or you know you're going to book a photo shoot and it's just going to be the front, you you can just do that to save time. Um, for me personally, if I know I'm going to be bumping into a lot of people or I know that there's going to be contact like at a convention, mm-hmm. um, you want to kind of pick and choose. So I like to do a mixture um, where I will do some body paint, but I also try and do like thin bodysuits um, like nylon latex there's different textures depending on the creature or character that you want to to go for um but that certainly helps with you know if you're going to hug somebody or somebody's going to come up and touch you or if you brush against somebody else's costume you don't have to worry about ruining their stuff because you look a certain way um so really it's just trial and error again like trying on your costume and then common sense thinking like where am I going to be with this costume how long am I going to be in it and like is it interactive? Because if it's just, just you, nobody else, like you can get away with you know, putting up with a lot of stuff on you that probably wouldn't work in public, but works mm-hmm. great behind camera. So I would just say to anybody, just use your judgment again and just um, see what it looks like. Maybe walk around in it for a while, like a little test run, see if it's something that you would wanna walk around in. Mm-hmm. Uh, because ultimately it's a comfort thing more than anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I asked you earlier before we went live. Yeah. Do, do you consider this cosplay makeup? Is it more special effects makeup? You use, yeah, with you, you'd use a lot of prosthetics. Uh, Victoria, yeah. do you use prosthetics as well?
2: Yeah. I, do. I, I have never used prosthetics. So I am like listening, I'm like learning from okay. this. So.
0: so this might sound like a weird question but i want to get an understanding of 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 where you know both of you are coming from with makeup to me there are different types of makeup right like there's just the type of makeup that you're wearing every day there's more cosplay makeup where maybe you'll paint your face to look like a character but then there's like more special effects makeup like you were saying where you've got prosthetics and full body paints and etc etc um Is there a specific, I'm I'm trying to formulate the question. I'm not sure how I'm thinking the question correctly here is my problem. Um, Do you go into, let me ask it this way. Do you go into making a costume based on, hey, I want to learn this new technique and this character would go well with that, or I want to do something different, or is it more of a, I'm going to learn how to do that technique because I want to be that character?
3: Um, I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, when I first started out, I was really into um, indie comic books. So I did a uh, Witchblade character. It's one of the first main characters I did. Um, and I really wanted it to look like a Michael Turner photo. So um, I actually was not a person who was overly into makeup back then. I Even now to, to this day, I don't wear loads on the regular. Um, I tend to just save it for events. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I knew that I was going to have to look like Sarah Pizzini, I knew that I was going to have to learn different techniques to wear the makeup to achieve the eye shape and things like that. Um, so there's special effects makeup, but then there's also sort of what I would call transformative makeup. And it's really heavy to do with like contouring and stuff. And if I might shout out, uh, her name is Callie. She's wonderful. Uh, face of bows is A chameleon, a straight-up chameleon. She's phenomenal at this artwork. If you want to ever learn anything, I would look her up. She's great at that. She can change her face into so many different characters. It's wild. Um, I've learned loads from her just alone, just on how to do that, and it's fascinating to see you step into another character and just a little bit of shading in the right area, and you, you know, the right contacts, a little wig change, and you're suddenly something different. So, when you learn to have all these different techniques, it's it's like having a full deck of cards with the best hand you can have. Um, so I like to learn a little bit of everything. I was not ever great at makeup when I first started. I've learned leaps and bounds over the years, just trial and error, experimenting, asking people lots of questions, watching other people who I know that are great, and just trying because I was always like um, an artistic kid. I used to draw and paint growing up. So, I have an eye for how to replicate things. So, I actually have the original witch blade here. Oh, wow. This is actually a garden glove and hot glue. Um, so, when I made my prosthetics for my face and my skin, I wanted it to look the same. So I didn't have a lot of materials at the time. So I just used hot glue and polymorph beads and then I used latex and glued them to my face. Um, They looked really good. I had no idea what I was doing um, and it worked perfectly. It was an example of just trying something and it worked out. Um, Not always the case. I've had pieces fall off. I've had things melt. I've had lots of malfunctions, but you don't know it until you try
0: i uh i don't have a picture of that one
1: i don't what do, you, what do you do your homework js jesus well
0: we've got a bunch of picture of both of them but the witchblade one is one we don't want to actually have a picture of
3: it's quite uh, old i think it would have been way back when i lived in calgary so that would have been mm. like are
0: ah, uh, you from calgary
3: yeah, well, I was born in in here, like in this area, this neck of the woods, and then I went out there for about ten years, and then came back.
0: So. Uh huh.
3: Here, very there, very good, very way.
0: good. Actually, <laughs> we've got, uh, uh, well, we've got one picture of of Dorkside's mall that we were talking earlier. Ooh. Um, so you painted that. I, I wish I had a a bigger picture, not a bigger picture, but a picture that showed more of the, of the makeup. But that's. That's all by hand. Are you doing all that yourself? Or is somebody drawing all that on you? Or are you doing all that in a mirror? That's all me. (laughs) So you're doing literally this in a mirror in reverse, painting yourself up.
2: Yes. And that's where it gets tricky when a character has something on a certain side of them, but not the other. Painting that on in the mirror, it's very confusing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. but luckily darth maul is all symmetry so it was pretty straightforward that
1: reminds me of my favorite one of your i don't know if you already talked about when i disappeared hey jeff's back hey (laughs) hey everybody uh my favorite one of yours victoria is easily your 2 Face, based on from the animated series batman the animated series Mm -hmm. i think that's the first ever shot of you i saw and i was like (gasps) (laughs) like that's crazy spot on thank you very well done but yeah i can imagine like you're in the mirror and you're trying you're already working on just one half but then that one half in the mirror is the other half so you're like Mm -hmm. and then you're you're looking at the character on once yeah which is on the other side on the character so Mm -hmm. so how long does something like this take like when from the moment you start to apply to the time where you're taking that shot like how long are you to get to that point
2: um this one wasn't too long because it was just my face half my face, really, I'm pretty good at just my regular makeup. But right. um, might have been like a couple hours. Um, but I I have. Body paints that have taken me up to like nine to 11 hours.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. That's some dedication so. right there, boy. That's
2: yeah, because, you know, I I don't uh, I've never done body paint at a convention. I, I just, you know, try to get the illusion um, for the picture. So I'm really like focused on just the details and then I just take it all off immediately. (laughs)
1: Like how ridiculous is that?
2: (laughs) Thank you. I'm I'm working on a a whole cosplay for that.
1: I was just going to say, I I know you haven't worn this to a con, but it would be dope if you did for sure.
2: This is what you should
0: do for DC day
2: well forget
0: catwoman this is
1: what you should do for dc day
2: i cannot confirm nor deny if i'm working
1: (laughs) yeah that that is the cosplayest answer i've ever heard yeah i uh i
0: I like that uh there's another one of victoria that i think well there's a lot of them that are amazing but there's one that i want to get to but before that uh, producer jen can we please bring up not possibles beasts can we can we do that? That's when that's when we met you. Well, when I met you at Fan Expo, this is what you were wearing. Um, I saw a lot of the videos of you putting this together and cutting I'm and so dyeing the fur and cutting it and putting. Listen, that that not only was that a lot of work, but that's pretty dope. There's there's another one also. Uh, yes, Nope. You not just flip through the pictures? That's weird. Yes, that one.
3: So Drew's booth. Tell
0: us a little bit about how you did this because there's so much going on here. I don't even know how to start explaining all of this. First of all, the amount of fur that you have on you, were you like sweating bullets all day at Fan Expo? Yeah, this
1: is borderline furry. Let's be clear on this. It uh, is. This is close, man. Yeah. This is like
3: I'm I not think... going to shame
1: any furries, by the way. If you're in there, that's your thing. That's <laughs> totally cool. I'm not here to I'm not here to king shame anybody.
3: I think at uh, at this point, I'm used to uh, suffering for the art. Um, I tend to do this to myself a lot, but uh, the foam armor on my chest does not breathe at all, so that was mm-hmm. very sweaty. Um, all of the fur definitely kept me warm, let's just say that. Uh, And I think the wig actually was more warm than any part of the costume because it's so long and it's just everywhere. Um, But a a fun thing with this costume and with a good portion of my costumes is I like to uh, recycle or repurpose materials, um, partly because cosplay can be incredibly wasteful and partly because I'm always on a budget. So, um, all the foam is floor mats, those puzzle shaped EVA floor mats, um, that you, you know, kids would play on. Um, I got them from my friends whose kids are grown up and don't use them anymore. So I cleaned them, uh, aired them out, cut them and had my way making the, uh, the armor that you see on there. Um, the fur I went to Walmart and I bought some faux fur rugs from the kids section because if you go to the fabric section and you buy fur like that, that's white, it's really, really, really expensive. Mm -hmm. So if you go and buy a couple faux fur rugs, um, you can make your own dye or buy your own dye, which is what uh, I did. I made my own dye and color it however color you need. Um, Let it dry. And then you're free to style it how you want. The uh, claws that you see are Called a polymorph plastic. It's a thermal plastic. They come in beads, mm-hmm. like a package. You can get it on Amazon. Super cheap. Um, basically, you stick it in hot water, it melts and it becomes malleable, something like silly putty in texture. Um, then you can just shape it however you want. So I molded and made fingers that slipped over my finger up to my knuckle. Um, then I covered them in fur and painted the nails to look like claws. So that was the starting of the hands. And then I just attached them to a nylon piece which went up my arm. So i actually didn't have to paint my arms and I didn't have to paint my legs cause I use nylons as well. Um, the trick is just finding something that's gonna match your skin as well as uh, the nylon. So I use a lot of Mayron, uh right here. This is the blue that I used on my skin. It's a cream blend stick and these things yeah, are okay. Amazing. Yeah,
0: I wanted to get to that actually. So, yeah. so and I don't know if mm-hmm. the, both of you use the same process, but I want you to explain to me the process of how you go blue, right? Yeah. I mean, you just you, you're not just putting makeup on your face like a crayon. I'm sure there's a process, but, you know. I've explain to me what long. that means. <laughs> well, that's how I would do it, but I'm sure that's not the proper way.
3: You oh, would geez. learn a lesson that day.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I
2: would.
3: Um deep. The- do you want to go first or?
2: Sure. I um, no. I, th- I, think that a um, little, little tip, little trick is to put on just a regular foundation before you put on body paint. It kind of adds a layer in between your skin because um, body paint is a little tricky with the texture. It can um, sort of stick to the little pieces of your skin and and get really patchy. Um, so adding that layer of foundation first makes it all go on super smooth. Um, and then it's kind of like you're painting,
3: honestly, after that.
0: Now, I mean, is that that stick that you just showed us? Is that also considered body paint?
3: Yep. Um, so there's different kinds. There's there's creams, there's uh, water based. If some people use airbrush for example that a lot of that is water-based right um, or even alcohol-based some of them so this is a cream blend stick and it comes pretty much like a lipstick you would just twist it and it brings the product out uh very pigmented very strong um i have the red and the blue obviously hellboy and beast um these things are amazing this is mayron they're fantastic but again you want to prime the skin properly um if you're not into foundation, as long as you can find a compatible, really good uh, moisturizer to at least go underneath here as to serve as a barrier, it's gonna protect your skin and provide a nice smooth surface for this stuff to go on. You wanna make a note of you know, oil and water don't mix. So you wanna look into your ingredients and make sure that your cream complements your cream uh, makeup. So when you're putting it on, um, there's different ways to do it. I like to use a silicone um, sponge. A lot of people use beauty blenders. There's brushes. There's lots of ways to do it. I like this because it mimics your finger. It feels like skin. So mm. I it feels more like you're pushing the product in. For me, it just works better. It, it, it's really, there's there's no rule to this. It's whatever works better for you. Some people are brush people. Some people are sponge people. Again, with the trial and error but I cannot stress enough that if you do not prime your skin before you try any of these wacky pigments, you will be stained.
1: <laughs> it, will,
3: it will stain. I was, Jeff.
1: I was just going to say. So, We're anytime I've in done. The same hotel, uh,
3: well, like in a I've, I've weeks,
1: done. Bud. <laughs> I've done Joker makeup quite a few times now. because I've done, I've done Joker at least half a dozen times. So, same thing. For my guy friends out there that want to get into this, if you don't have foundation, obviously, you can buy straight primer that goes on your face that acts exactly what you're talking about so every single iteration of joker i did i have like a palish primer that i put on first and then start to apply both the makeup and the prosthetics so because i was using pros aid for the scarring and everything else so yeah i cannot stress i'm so glad you guys brought that up because i'm sure people are just going to start slapping paint on their face bad bad news no. put on a primer if you can if you if you have one like i said for the guys if you don't have a foundation or you don't have anybody that can hook you up with one yeah. you can get a primer just some of the the uh the ben nye is it ben nye that i'm thinking of the clown makeup works ben really, nye is really fantastic. well yeah. yeah the ben nye stuff is really really good i use a lot of the ben nye yeah. stuff for the joker stuff because it literally is like higher grade clown makeup the Maron stuff is fantastic too don't get me yeah. wrong but yeah if you can get into oh, some of the ben they're, nye
3: they're fantastic i use yeah. ben nye setting powder and yeah. when you saw when I wore Hellboy and I had to wear that mask, um, that's right. For half the convention, I took it off for a photo shoot at the end of the day. Yeah. And it was still there. And it was still there.
1: Yeah. 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 So, yep. Yep. Uh, Definitely been nice. Oh, and a setting spray too, by the way, guys. Yeah. Or setting powder. That's the yep. other big thing that you've got to Crucial. have at the end, right? Oh, yeah. my goodness.
0: Uh, we've got somebody in the comments here, uh, Nash N W O zero, saying hello everyone. One of my favorite paint jobs were not possible. Is scar from Lion King.
3: Oh, thank you.
0: I that is pretty dope.
1: Wait, haven't you both lie. done a scar?
3: I I did a scar
2: years ago. I
1: thought so. Good. I was pretty sure. By the right, way, none this. of these are my favorite from Becca, but Becca hasn't done my favorite in many, many, many years. I don't know if she remembers what my favorite one is, but she did the uh Plava Laguna, the Diva oh, from the Fifth oh, Element. Yes back in yeah. and i keep trying to convince. now that i have a corbin and, and our friend megan's got a lilu I, I keep trying to convince her to to rediscover redo her plava laguna because holy snapping it's fantastic I
3: see megan says that she was tinted for a week painting herself green i could definitely see that
1: without primer yeah, yeah. boy gotta have the primer they're setting uh <laughs> Keith is saying newbie question the setting spray powder will keep the makeup from running. Yeah, to, to an and ex- it will keep the makeup on your face to, to an extent. Yes.
3: So I don't know how well you can see this. Uh, this is my neutral setting Ben Nye powder. I use a both like a combo of spray and powder. I like the powder because it's drying. So if you find yourself getting sweaty, you can
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. powder up.
3: yourself down throughout the day and it's not gonna like lighten your makeup or take away from the color. Um, and it absorbs any moisture that you might be accumulating on your face. So if you keep this in your, you know, your cosplay, uh, emergency bag, it's a good thing to, to hang on to. Um, any setting powder is a good setting powder, but some are, uh, some yeah, are, they're super- not
1: all created equal. That's for yeah. sure. I yeah, tend to use a spray, but I do, I do have some of that Ben 9 neutral powder too. So.
3: I have not used anything but this since I bought this, I've used Mayron and all kinds of other brands and... That stuff lasts the longest. Um, but I do use, like I said, like a combo. So I'll spritz myself and then I powder down. It's like a layered combo. But it really depends on how much you're perspiring. So if you're in a place where it's quite warm and you're going to be sweating a lot, it really does not matter how well you're sealed. A lot of the time, it's you're going to shed some unless you are airbrushed. Because I've been airbrushed when I was Plava Laguna and that is water and sweat proof. So unless you have a specific soap, it doesn't go anywhere.
0: Hmm, that's interesting. So, so does that so mean that you, mean that you like can't sweat at all?
3: Um, you can sweat. You just have to uh, like the the airbrush is sweat proof, so it doesn't it doesn't go anywhere if you get airbrush. Um, if you sweat a lot and you're wearing like something like these, over time they will have to be reapplied. But long periods of time, like I've found just in the areas, usually like the cracks of your nose and like just certain areas where you might be a little bit more um, active, like if you're handing, you know, shaking people's hands, usually in between your fingers are the first places that start to rub off, things like that.
1: What about you, Victoria? Do you use a setting spray or a powder or anything once you've got the makeup on? your? Because I know you're not doing a lot of it for cons. You're just doing it for shoots. So, Do you still go to that extreme too to, to set it off, to finish it up or no?
2: I do not.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't think yeah, you'd have nice. to if you're just doing it for photos, right? No. Because you're just at home doing it. So, okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. I only keep the makeup on for like maybe a couple hours. So,
1: Jess, do not post that in the chat. <laughs> do not post that. Fucking Jordan, I'm telling you, man. Uh, <laughs> Folks, Jordan
0: has joined the chat. Uh, he does. He and it's a to? good one. It's not a good one. It's terrible. It's it's, well, good it's, very, it's, very and, uh, it's very Jordan. I'm debating very Jordan. if
1: I should post it or not. i'll oh, throw it on there. He'll uh, yeah. I think
0: I will. You know, Let I know it. Jeff gets hot and wet cons when he sees me. They have to avoid each other when he's in Joker
1: makeup. Oh, good Lord.
0: <laughs> oh thanks for joining the remember when jordan
1: used to join the podcast like five minutes before we were done i missed that i I do remember that that. i do remember that that. but
0: you know i i think it's funny you know i like having him
1: early Uh uh-huh i'm sure you do because he usually takes the piss out of me for the whole podcast Yeah, people are laughing crying (laughs) face purple crying in the chat so you know Thanks guys. (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) Guys, I've been meaning to ask the both of you, because you've both done such diverse levels of character, like from Maul to Scar to Plava Laguna to all the different two-face, all the different, do you, does does the makeup look that you're going to attempt, is that what's inspiring you to do it? Or is there a deeper connection with the character itself that's like, I'm really relating to that, so that's why I want to do that? Or is it sort of a combination of them both? Because when I choose a cosplay, there's usually like the two elements, right? Like I connect with that character and I kind of have a resemblance. So I try to stay in my lane, but I I also I can't do something I don't know anything about or I don't have any connection to. So how does it work for you guys when it comes strictly to the makeup portion of it?
2: I think um, I think the character is most important part to me because I know that I will be spending a lot of time. Uh, becoming the character, and possibly uh, you know making some some videos as the character or taking pictures. So I want to I want to be something that um, is exciting. I'm excited for the end result. Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: No, that's fair. That's that. So, do you when when you're getting that when you see that character, and you're like, oh, I really want to do that. Is there that moment where you're like, oh shit, can I do that? Like,
2: I think it's just about how. Yeah. Like, how am I going to do it? Because it's different every single time. I I don't really have a a set way to do things. I just like to figure it out.
1: No, that's fair. What about you, Becca? How does it work for you? Is it is the initial like that's cool makeup I want to try that, or is like that character's wicked I want to be that.
3: Um, it's more aligned with the characters. I usually have to get excited about the character or have some sort of like nostalgic attachment to it. Um For example, I'm working on Marvin the Martian right now. Um not exactly making a, me a, very a, a angry. Thing, it's a very animated character. Um but I I've always wanted to be characters like that. And as a child, I didn't have the capacity to have a costume like that. And now that I do, I feel like I can sort of run wild and do what I want. So I find it very expressive um, to take something that you grew up with, something that means something to you that you love and be able to put your own talents and artistic flair and spin into it. Um, and certainly try your best at replicating the character. Obviously you want to be recognizable and understand you want the, the public to know what character you are, but also you kind of want to break the mold a little bit. At least I do it and be a little bit different. You don't necessarily, uh, want to swim, you know, with the rest. Uh, I want to stand out. So with mine, for example, my Marvin, um, which is off camera. I'm going to be making him more more real than cartoony. So his armor is going to be a little bit more, if he was if it was a real Martian, like if you made a live action movie about Marvin the Martian, I'm going to have more of like a live helmet, like real metallic feel to it. Um, I'm going to can add. some beans. beans.
1: Yeah. yeah can spill
0: some can beans. we spoil some beans? Yeah. Can we? Can you show us some of what you're doing?
3: All right, let's see if I can pan this over here. Hey, there we go. I have the starter of his helmet there and his skirt. Um, Beneath there, I have sneakers that I'm going to modify. I have red tights all ready to go. And I have over at my desk um, pieces of sort of like an insulation foam that I'm going to use for the broom. So essentially, these are quite crude right now. They're not shaped, but Mm. um, it's going to be a lightweight little broom topper that's going to go on top of the the hat Um, there. I have a little bit of PVC that's going to prop it up. But what I've been doing is I've been buying silicone, uh, molds that you would use for, um, chocolate or, you know, whatever. And I go to the dollar store nearby and I buy this foam clay. Yeah. It's amazing stuff. And you jam it in these, you stick it in the freezer for like an hour. And then it pops out and it makes these beautiful filigree details. So I'm going to fix these all over the helmet. So it's going to look more like, like a Greek helmet or something like that, or maybe Roman style. I haven't really committed to a, a design for the helmet yet, but I've been making all kinds of pieces and sort of placing them around the helmet and seeing what kind of style I like for it to look like. And I've got a black wig and it's going to be, going to be fun i think i think it's going to translate pretty well
0: nice.
3: a have a... so i've got the uh the acme nice. blasters. yeah <laughs> i printed it on my 3d printer i just have to prime it and paint it so a little bit of everything 3d print foam scrap materials but I'm where's the kaboom
1: i was promised a kaboom <laughs> It's
3: supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom
1: have you guys ever run into something where you've seen it and you'd be like that would be dope, but no, like, that's just beyond, like, do you have that one white whale that's like you, you would love to do, but you've just never tackled it because of how daunting or how intimidating it might be?
3: Uh, I have ideas like that almost constantly. And I have to just pull myself back and be like, that's not possible. And uh, <laughs> uh,
1: what, about you, Vic- what about you, Victoria? Do you have one specifically that you'd like to do that's just out of reach right now?
2: I, I can't think of anything. Cause I feel like I, I never rule anything out. I just say, mm, maybe not right now, maybe in right. the future.
1: No, that's good, man. That's a good attitude to have. Yep. That's for sure.
0: Um, I want to get into talking about prosthetics a little bit, because I know Becca, you've used quite a bit of prosthetics, but before yep. we go down that rabbit hole, um, we did a poll on Instagram. I don't know if you want to call it a poll. It's one of those ask me anything type things on Instagram. We wanted people to ask you guys questions. So we got a bunch of questions. Um, So I don't know if producer Jen can bring those up. Uh, I think she is doing that now. There we go. What's your go-to for makeup brand products uh, or any specific techniques or or routines that you do? You guys have already talked about the, the Bill Nye, the Bill Nye, the science guy uh yeah, it's, it's uh, been
1: nigh but i mean you know we, we can go with you yeah, know that's, that's fine uh meron yeah. was the other brand you mentioned
3: yep those are usually my go-tos um i stick with those because they are professional brands and they've never let me down since i've used them so
2: yeah i i only use meron um specifically now because i i'm vegan so i know that mayron is vegan i don't know if other brands are vegan so yeah
0: any any specific routines or techniques that that i guess would apply other than your kids you talked about the foundation you talked about the it wasn't a set cream it was a set what did you call it
3: or well, like the setting powders.
0: So the setting powders, thank you very yeah, much.
1: Primers and such. You yeah.
0: know, primers yeah. and setting powders. Um yeah,
1: just the, the three stages, right? Prime, makeup, setting.
3: Yep. Prime, and makeup, with uh, the, with prosthetics, I, I think Jeff mentioned the product earlier. Um, the best thing you could possibly use is called prosade. Hell yeah. It is an adhesive medical grade that you could use for if you had an actual uh appendage that you have to attach to your skin. It's sweat proof waterproof um, and it comes with a solvent material that actually helps dissolve the adhesive and safely remove it from the skin it can also hold I think up to 10 pounds of weight capacity if evenly distributed properly across the skin so it's no joke it's it's really great stuff Um, a lot of people a lot of people will use spirit gum um, and all I can say about spirit gum is if you are sensitive to smell, it's probably not for you. It's quite fumy, no matter what brand you go with. But if you have to, I do have spirit gum as well. Mayron again is the one that I go with. Mayron is just a fabulous company. They're the ingredients that go into their products are top notch and they never let you down. They also come with a solvent as well. Mm. Um, so it's just like you would think it, you would apply a thin layer to the product, maybe even a thin layer to the skin, let it tack up, then you would stick them on, you hold them for like 30 seconds and then that's how Hellboy gets his horns. Very, very simple um, procedure as long as you make sure that you have your solvent with your adhesives. Um, but I, I would say prose all the way. It's affordable, it's easy to come by, you can buy it online and it's safe for your skin long term um, and it is used across the globe medically, so it's it's a great product to have.
1: And the nice thing is, it's not just an adhesive. Like the scarring on my face for the Joker, that it's just prosade with yeah. some makeup with it. So it's not yeah. it's sticking to my skin, but it becomes the scarring itself. Uh, another thing yeah. I want to point out too: rigid collodion. So anybody that you wants to have scarring, especially if you want scarring on your face rigid collodion is a, is a product there when you apply it to your skin it dries and it puckers your skin making yeah. it look like a scar so when i'm doing my cable makeup i draw the scars on first with like a brown makeup pencil and then i go over those with at least two or three layers of the rigid yeah. collodion and it puckers the skin to make give me that scarred look on my i've had people ask me actually ask me like is your face actually scarred like that i'm like no 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 I didn't Mm -hmm. scar my own face to be cable for cosplay. I'm not that into it. Let's let's settle down. You're not
3: that committed.
1: No, but rigid collodion, Um, you can pick it for like 10 bucks. It's super cheap. Use it in a ventilated area because it's very whiffy, but I mean, yeah, yeah, it is pretty effective.
3: If you find that you can't get your hands on something like that and you're super sensitive to the smell of that, you can actually go like old school and you can take thin, thin layers of tissue, like tissue paper or even toilet paper, rip them in half, really thin ply. And you can take a little bit of latex and then put a little bit of the paper and then just give it a little bit of a tear. And then you can powder that down with your makeup or put foundation on. And then inside the grooves, you can put you know your your colors to act as a bruise or a cut. You can add fake blood, all that stuff. Um, so when
1: I when I did Zombie Negan, that's exactly YouTube. what I did. The bites, everything else that I had on my face, that yep. was all toilet paper and latex, all yep. of it, and just and then just a regular little makeup kit to give it. That, they used to time. do
3: it in the movies all the yeah. time. Like it's, yeah,
1: super cheap, super easy, yeah. very fast, and it looks dope. Yeah.
3: Yep.
0: Jamie says JS could lose predator mask on. Okay, okay, <laughs> settle down, Jamie. Like talking about the predator mask, I uh well. Victoria was there. No, actually, you weren't there. You were gone. But uh, we had a uh, an, we, not an event, but we, I guess we got together downtown Toronto, and we did this whole day in the Christmas market over the holidays. And that night, we were doing Santa Predators, and I smashed my Predator helmet. And, uh, yeah, now I'm in the process of refinishing it. I actually went and picked up some fiberglass last night. So I'm actually going to fiberglass it this time. So that should be interesting. i never actually worked with fiberglass before. So... Should be fun to uh, see what's going on there. Uh, do we have a next question? Next question. There we go. Do you have a cosplay makeup tip? You know that you wished you knew years ago. You know now that you I wished mean, you knew years ago. Yeah. So there, there's got to be, I'm sure there's a ton. I mean, listen, I, I learned, I live by learning. I love learning new stuff. I'm sure everybody, you guys specifically in the makeup world, you're probably learning every day. But is there one specific thing you wish that you knew then what you know now?
3: Um, just kind of what we discussed earlier, just understanding uh, how best to prime and prep the skin before you do something like a full body coverage, body paint, because... I've definitely spent a few days looking like, you know, like I've been battered or bruised. Uh, I was just going to say,
0: did you go walking around, you know, all, all painted red for a couple of days? days? Yeah.
3: I, I have colored myself many colors. Uh, I think the color that stained me the worst was purple. I did Ursula the Sea Witch for some TikToks just for fun one night. And I did prime my skin, but purple has a way of just saturating and penetrating through the skin and (laughs) I had really pink fuchsia cheeks and like all the places where I contoured all those places remained sort of stained for about three days afterwards (laughs) um and that's still having primed so I I shudder to think back in the day when I was 16 and painting myself as mystique I used all the wrong paints. I didn't prime myself. I was stained for a week. I had blue coming out of my hair and my clothes. It was it was a nightmare. Uh, so just understanding your products and uh, how they go together is probably the most important thing that you could learn.
0: Uh, Victoria, actually, you know what, Victoria, before you get to that. Well, you know what? No, Victoria, you. Uh, what's your tip? What's the okay. one tip? But then we'll go to a uh, Rob's in the chat, and Rob asked, uh, uh, made a very funny comment. I was going to display it, but let you tell me first your answer.
2: Okay. Um. So I think, because um, I I only work with water based, uh, water activated makeup, and the the trickiest part with that is getting the consistency right. So you know, it's this it's this pan. And it just has the makeup in it. And in order to get it to be paint, you need to mix water in it. Um, and yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: A little bit like watercolor.
2: Yeah. 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 And and so the thing is, Mehran. Like, yes, Mehran is bae. Um, I think that the number one thing is the consistency. So not making it too watery because then it'll just drip everywhere. You won't get the right pigmentation, not making it too thick, because then it can start getting crumbly and patchy. Um, and really, I, I like to think of it like a, almost like a whipped texture that I like to use it in, where it's very light, and like a light cream is kind of how you want to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Oh, that took me so long. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, that, the texture of the the consistency of the paint is number one thing.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a little intense. (laughs) How many layers do you have here? Or can you even count the layers at this point?
2: Um, well, I, I work in a way that I don't layer too much. I kind of just make blocks of different colors. So Mm. I put a lighter color here and put slightly darker, slightly darker to make the dimension in my face. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I, I honestly just used uh eyeshadow to make the, the stripes and makes it look more natural because you can see through it. So. But it, with this look, it was the hair that was the bane of my existence because I um braided my own hair uh, into these little tiny braids and it took me like three days. So wait, so
0: that's your that's your actual hair.
2: That is my hair with yarn. Oh, wow. I used yarn as wow. uh, to, my hair was blonde at the time. So I used black yarn.
1: To, uh, Damn. We suffer awesome. for the art. <sighs> yeah. Apparently, uh,
0: <laughs> apparently Rob wants to suffer for the art as well. He says, I'm learning so much right now. I'm probably going to start gluing things in my body based on what I'm learning tonight. Rob, <laughs> I maybe would not.
1: Maybe he's not, not talking about for idea. cosplay he's just talking for you know his. oh own, well his that's
0: role. even worse, yeah, yeah. worse. Don't, don't, Honestly, don't like
2: what oh. is he gluing onto himself yeah
0: like, do no, we really don't really want know. the answer to that question we don't, <laughs> we don't,
1: we don't want to know
0: uh jordan's asking what's the process for getting the makeup off he uh, says he spends an hour getting it off whenever he's doing face makeup i mean uh, Ooh, becca uh, you, you spoke about it a, a little bit earlier but yeah maybe you guys can get into that quickly
3: Um, again, it it has to do with just the beginning process has everything to do with it. So if you're properly primed and you're using a good product, um, just a normal cleanser or makeup remover should melt away the product and come off relatively easy. If you're having a hard time, it's probably because you haven't primed properly or maybe your product might not be, uh, the, the nicest um to say it the best way i guess um you just want to trial and error and experiment with again making sure your primer gets along with your makeup um if that is cohesive and that all gets along the removing process shouldn't be too hard because it shouldn't have penetrated into your skin it should actually be sitting on your skin Mm. so when you take something like a standard cleanser like i use cerave um you just warm it up, put it all over your skin, maybe let it sit for a couple seconds and just sort of let it melt the product and then wipe it away with warm, warm water. I hop into the shower. I take my cleanser once or twice maybe and it's done and I'm completely no longer blue or red or anything like that. So um, it's just paying attention to the whole process because every step matters. If you want to get that off of you at the end of the night, fast and completely you got to make sure your beginning process is in check otherwise you're just it's going to be setting yourself up for failure later
1: so. mm-hmm. okay. jordan's
0: admitting but, yeah. it's probably the primer then because he was using yeah. mayron so yeah makeup
1: yeah. wipes and coconut oil are still your 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 friends when it comes to getting a lot of this stuff off for sure but yeah as long as you primed ahead of time you should be okay yeah mm-hmm too oh, late. Oh, boy, Jesus. oh boy,
0: oh boy. Rob's saying too late. Oh man. Kick Rob, I ain't coming him, over him right now out, bud. Yeah. No. yeah, you're on your own on this one.
1: Lessons you were learned. On your own. Lessons were no. learned. <laughs> this uh, is Rob. We, There's no lessons learned.
0: Yeah. Do we have any other questions? Uh from IG. By the way, guys, uh Mr. Wayne Cuff. Shout out to Wayne. He uh he, I don't Hi. see him tonight actually. He's no, usually on either. it with like 14 different accounts. Yeah. Like out of like our 14 watches, he's like 11 of them. Yeah. Two. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know where he is tonight, but he did send a bunch of questions. So shout out to Wayne. Um, there you go. What's your dream cosplay? If money is no object, I guess we addressed that
1: slightly earlier, but dream um, cosplay. I don't know if we hit the whole of money is no object thing though. Like
3: I have a couple, um, one of them I don't necessarily want to talk about because I do plan on doing it and I want it to be kind of like a surprise. <laughs> Actually, I was just talking with uh, the Daleks earlier today, uh, the Doctor Who Society, about yeah. a costume. Um, not a Doctor Who costume, but regarding the structure of how their costume was built. Because yeah. I need to know how to fit inside something like that. And that's the only hint that I'm going to
0: mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. give
3: regarding that. But
0: uh, who um, are you talking with?
3: Uh, the person who has built uh, Dalek Orin. Are you familiar with the Dalek Oran? Yeah yeah. 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 James yeah. so
1: good dude. Yeah. yeah he, they're,
0: uh, they're wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they he's yeah. designed a couple now. Uh, oh, yeah. He's fantastic. actually changed his design a little bit too. Yeah um very good resource if you want to build something that you're gonna be um, inside a of phenomenal. like yeah very very good, very good res- um, resource very nice guy
3: but if i could say i guess anything um i have a couple i would be hexadecimal from reboot um yes. with a rotating face yes. so that i could rotate the face or maz kanata from star wars full prosthetic uh, face goggles the whole bit um Those are two that I've been really excited about, and if you're into indie comics, there's a character by the name of Magdalena. She is sort of like an assassin for the Pope. It works with um, Tomb Raider and Witchblade. It's sort of a crossover universe character. Uh, Mm. She's basically just a crazy assassin chick, and her costume is... On the level of, like, those World of Warcraft really big, like, armoured builds, so um, I like the style of it because I really love those World of Warcraft, Blizzard, Blizzcon builds, but I don't play those games, so I feel like if I were to embody one of those characters, it would kind of be, I guess, not posing, but, I mean, it's not something that is my avenue, so Magdalena is that style, But in the comic book industry or world where i'm more familiar so any one of those three would be amazing just to go full tilt and just have no expense spared yeah
1: victoria
2: i think for me uh it's gotta be ahsoka um Ahsoka is just something that I've wanted to do for so long and the issue is money, so if we could just skirt past that, that'd be great. Uh, It's very expensive. Oh, there it is. (laughs) Um, So she has her whole headpiece. If you make it, it's a lot of products, so that's expensive. If you buy it, it's also expensive, so you can't really move past that, but that's number one for me.
1: You are Snips. What about you, JS? What's your dream cosplay if money was no object?
0: Probably a Master Chief. Yeah? Um, I would say a Transformers, but I don't think... I don't think money is the issue with a Transformers cosplay. Uh, Master Chief is just so much... So many parts. Even if I were to build it out of foam, I mean... It's a ridiculous ridiculous build for me um i've wanted to do a gundam for a while uh but again i think that's that'd be just as the much transformers as the category yeah, right yeah, it's yeah. not necessarily the money as much as if i'm gonna do it i want to i want it to be 10 foot tall right like i want to be like grouped you know have so. you seen
3: Beatbot? have you seen i Beatbot? have
0: i have
3: and um stoosh uh stoosherman his name is stoosh cosplay online He's is also he the from one Calgary. that just has the
0: new, the new Optimus Prime.
3: always. Well, they they've done both transformers and Gundam. They usually come in tandem. Oh, well, they, they're big, they're big builders. Both of them. Yeah. They always get jumbo suits, Uh
0: yeah. but they're
3: from Calgary and they're just, they're killing it.
0: Yeah. That's something I'd like to get into, but yeah, the stilt part is what I'm a little worried about. Yep. Like I'm turning 46 years old guys. Like, I probably should not be on stilts at all. Ooh,
1: ooh, 40 hey, sticks. listen, Aww.
0: you know. For the um, cause. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's kind of it for me. But uh, what about you, Jeff?
1: Uh, if money was no object, I didn't even care if anybody got it. Uh, Russell Crowe's armored Jorel from *Man of the Man of Steel* movie mm-hmm. is easily top of the list. I got compared to mm-hmm. Russell Crowe a lot in his prime. People were like, "You look a lot like him." So, uh, but it's so complex. There's so many pieces. Like the jumpsuit would be fine, but I want that full armor build that he's on the screen for it for like two and a half minutes or whatever. And I've actually talked to a couple of people about it, but the price would just be so ridiculously that it just would not be economical for me to do that anytime in the near future but yeah if money was no object probably Jarrell for sure and like three people would get it and i'd be like cool man i'm glad you got it but it would, st- i would still feel dope as no you
0: know, i think so. I th- you'd be surprised how many people would get that yeah. i mean especially if i
1: had like a kal-el with me like if especially if i had like an actual superman like but like a man of steel style superman with yeah. me i think that would help out for sure but yeah 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 but that, have you seen that thing? That armored look? It's bananas. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. So detailed. Uh, uh,
0: talking about uh, the Man of Steel, we've got uh, Keith L. in the chat here asking anything specific to protect your costumes. Situations where the makeup goes under parts of the cosplay, like necklines, for example, right? Like, I'm assuming a lot of times when you're doing some of these crazy setups, I mean, your makeup has to go under your neckline and, and out of your sleeves and whatnot. Like, how do you not damage your costumes.
3: um again, you just have to sort of keep trying your costume on while you're while you're putting it together. A lot of trial runs are necessary so that you can see what kind of problems would arise at an event. Um, so, for example, when I was beast, I had to paint, you know to a certain point, and then my fur covered the rest. There were times when the fur would move, and the fur might have rubbed at parts of the makeup and even though it's set you know with fur rubbing on it constantly and sweating it it does need to be touched up periodically so um i usually uh have some sort of a bag with me that i usually have just emergency stuff um whether it's if it's a foam armor costume i might have you know glue or adhesives uh with makeup i usually tend to have the because it's so small like i'll take the stick with me i'll take the setting powder I can dart into the washroom really quick and touch it up if I need to. Um, but again, touching on what I said earlier, because I do go to conventions with makeup on, I try and wear things like nylon on my arms versus painting my arms if I can get away with it, just because I don't want to be worrying about rubbing on someone else's costume and you know things like that that, that happen. Yeah. Victoria?
2: Um, I just let my clothes get stained.
1: <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> my solution is <laughs> it, I don't care. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've left, I've left Joker white on on people's costumes before, like coming oh, from yeah. hug, and I don't realize, and I'm like, yeah. A level is
3: bound to happen.
1: And then I come back, and there's like a giant white print on their shoulder from where I put my Joker face on it. So I'm like, yeah, sorry, like yeah it's cosplay life right like that's just how it's going to be you've got to understand like when it comes to especially this makeup guys and i'm no expert like these two down here but you're going to be reapplying like you're not just going to throw it on the morning and then by eight o'clock at night you're still like all good like it's it's a continuing process throughout it's a continuing work as you're wearing it it's it's it's, you're a moving shifting sweating human being that's going to interact with other human beings it's just like if you got a really complex build and their pieces are going to come off or come loose or whatever makeup's the exact same way you're gonna have to keep it up throughout the day pretty consistently have a mirror with you to make sure or use your phone on a on you know the 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 selfie format or whatever have a place where you can get off to the side to to do some reapplication or whatever like be ready to do that it's not just a one and done that's your whole day man like that's what you're doing
3: it's one of the many reasons why you should always ask for consent when approaching a costumer. It's not always about the appropriate nature or whether a hug is welcome or not. It's are you going to damage the costume? Are you going to get dirty? Am I going to ruin your costume or your clothes if you touch me? These are things that I don't think the everyday person really thinks about in the moment when they see something and they get excited and they want to approach you. Um, So it's good to be aware. So like I did so many air hugs as beast because I mean, I was confident with my makeup, but not a hundred percent where I'm not going to, you know, be concerned for other people's property. So Mm -hmm. I would tell people like, you know, if you want to come in for a hug, that's good, but it's at your discretion. And a lot of time we just kind of air hug just because there's always that element of possibility where it might come off and you just, you just want to, you know, be mindful of that.
1: Agreed.
0: Uh, Producer Jen's got another question up from the Instagram. Oh, there's a good one. What's a co- what's a, what's a makeup tip for cosplayers with darker skin? I'm
1: um, so. I I, I can't
2: speak take it for away, that. Jeff. <laughs> Hi,
1: the waspiest guy ever. How you doing?
3: I um I don't feel that. Personally, I can overly speak to answer that question other than just to say in general for any skin color, just to have a good grasp or a basic understanding of what the color wheel is and how it works. Um, For example, if you have a bruise, there's ways to neutralize the bruise with different colors. So you would look on your color wheel and find the color corresponding across from it to neutralize that color. So the same is true if you're gonna go for a specific look and you want a certain hue or tone and you're having a hard time achieving it with your specific palette of skin tone and your product. Um, It's just referring back to that, uh, like that color wheel will help you balance everything out and get the neutral tones that you're looking to get. And anybody is capable of achieving the same like same or similar looks like say Avatar, for example, Any race can look like that. Any skin tone can look like that. It really doesn't matter. These products are designed to be highly pigmented and have excellent coverage. So that's really all I can say is just understand your color wheel and know how best to contour and shade and bring dimension to these colors. Because when you first put them on, it's kind of flat. You have to bring definition back into the face. And that's, you know, blush and contouring and lips and stuff. And all of that just comes with shading and understanding color. So that's, I guess, my advice. Yeah,
2: Victoria, I I agree 100%. Um, and I think for things that are more sheer, um, like maybe lipstick or like eyeshadow, um, well, for eyeshadow in particular, putting on a lighter base can make the eyeshadow pop more, uh, can make mm-hmm. it show the color more true. Um, and also, uh, like you said, with colors, and it's all relative, um, if if I, like, okay, for example, if someone who has a uh, lighter skin than me was wearing a pink color, it would look very different on me. It would look lighter on me. Yeah. Um, so if you are of deeper skin tone, then uh, a character has a red lip, then maybe get a deeper red and it'll show more brightly compared to your skin because it's contrast. Um, but number one thing is finding creators that look like you or have features that are the same as yours. Um, I grew up in a beauty space that was a lot of white women and um, we do not have the same features. We do not have the same nose, for example. So finding creators that have just particular parts of your uh, face that are similar uh, is so, so helpful.
3: That's a, yeah, a great way to learn. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: That makes sense.
0: Jamie in the chat is going. She's like having an aneurysm here. Light like, base. Yes. Yo, relax. Relax. Like she's <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's freaking <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. Uh do we have any questions left? Yes, I see it. There's more questions being queued up. Holy cow. They're, they're coming in faster than we can uh answer them. Where else can I find inspiration for concepts? Who do you follow for ideas and tips? You named one earlier.
3: Face um... of Bose, Kelly, is amazing. Um, she's, she's local, so she is a wonderful talent. She's a chameleon. She does a lot of contour, face changing. Um, she actually is quite knowledgeable, and she's willing to share the information. So, I mean, I've asked her lots of questions and learned a lot from her. She's great. Um, I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with Alice and Tabitha. I think she's one of the queens out there.
1: Yes.
0: Certainly an
3: amazing force to be reckoned with. Um, I love Kamui. Gotta love, mm. you know, Benny and Svetlana. They're they're amazing. Um, Kimpatsu cosplay. They are, They're all excellent because they're so well-rounded. I find that there's not just one avenue that they've mastered. They've tried to be even across the board and just elevate overall and it just it really shows with their work. If you were to look because I've followed these people for years, the glow up is is just unreal. So, I always look forward to seeing their work. I get excited to see new techniques and to see what I can learn from them. So,
0: Victoria?
2: Yeah, um I in terms of people to follow the first person I ever saw do body paint was uh, Made You Look on YouTube. She does incredible, just complete transformations. And and also um, uh, Cat Sketch, because she does have features like mine. She has a wider nose and she has bigger lips. And, you know, a lot of what I was seeing early on was people who have, you know, flatter (laughs) uh, features on their face, which it's easier to transform that. so it was nice to have that kind of representation. But I will say uh, for inspiration or concepts or whatever, early on uh, when I was just starting body painting, um, I would look at Google. I would Google like, okay, I wanna be this character. Um, let me Google body paint for this character and and see what that's like. And for my Captain America one, um, I actually just, I I found two examples of because I wanted to try um, painting on clothes. That was a new thing for me. So I looked it up. I was like, how how did somebody else do this? So I put that on myself. I was studying and I was I was doing that. Um, And here's a little lesson. Here's a little etiquette lesson. Uh, Credit people, because I didn't do that the first time that I posted it because I was just like, Oh this is cool. I'm painting Captain America on my body. Um and then I realized like on. Oh thank you. It's
0: <laughs> fucking dope actually. Oh. I don't know Jen if you can bring it up. It's fantastic. And I'm going to stop you for a second. I specifically love what you did with the shading and the lighting here to give it like a 3D effect on your face. It's yeah,
3: amazing.
0: I absolutely love the, the 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 mask. It's I mean the rest is cool but the mask is dope.
2: Thank you. And and that's the thing is I was I was looking at a picture of what somebody else did. And um, later on, I, I went back and I actually archived the first post and I found the people and I was like, hey, I, I did this body paint. And I, I'm sorry I didn't credit you the first time. And they were super cool about it. They were like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And uh, same thing happened to me. Actually, I got it. I got tagged in a, in a picture by somebody I didn't know. And they were in the the Robin cosplay that I did, the Robin body paint that I did. And they tagged me, and it was so cool to see something that I had drawn on paper and also put on myself on somebody else. It was cool. amazing.
1: Which so. leads me into what I was going to just say is you you can absolutely find some of these massively huge and multi-talented cosplayers online for inspiration. You, you can also talk to your local cosplay folks. You're at a con. like A lot of people really want to talk about their costume oh, yeah. and their con, sometimes a lot more so than trying to have like a social or personal interaction if you come up to becca or you come up to victoria and be like this is amazing like what did you do or how did you do this in a lot of cases they're gonna be more than happy to go over it with you in uh, fact you're probably much- gonna have to get to a point where you're like okay that's all the information i needed right now it's been 25 yeah. minutes so yeah don't be afraid to go up to your local cosplayer for that level of inspiration because yeah you'll see something like this uh i had a chance to see this is becca i think this is at niagara falls no
3: yeah yeah i believe so oh maybe toronto
1: Is that Toronto? I know you had it on at Niagara Falls when you were meeting Ron. Yeah,
3: I I feel like this is at Toronto Comic-Con. Yeah, this is the one where I had wore my mask all day and I had taken it off for this shoot.
1: Oh, I got you. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Go up and talk to your local people too. Don't just... I'm not saying don't go to the bigger people online. Of course, do that. But you may not get that level of... Of personal interaction with some of the accounts yeah. that we mentioned earlier, like you're not going to have a, a 20 minute conversation with Kamui Cos, but it's probably not going to happen. But you can have yeah. a 20 minute conversation with Not Possible or the Dark Side, and they will be happy to tell you what they did to get that specific specific look. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Use all the resources at your disposal, kids, for sure.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: and be and by the way, too, if you don't feel like if so, again, same with it. Like I keep talking about the Joker makeup, like like I applied it. I did not at all. I applied the primer, but, like, people did that makeup for me. So, also, don't be afraid to know what your limitations are. If you don't feel like you want to spend the time, you can find a MUA. You can find a makeup artist that will be happy to to work with you, maybe a a charge or a fee or whatever, and, and do that makeup for you. So, if you're intimidated about getting into it, there's people that will help you get into it and paint you, no problem at all. Some people actually want to practice and do that just for funsies. So absolutely get it in there man
0: is the makeup community in general as open with sharing information and techniques as as the cosplay community seems to have been
3: um i can't overly speak to that because i don't really consider myself in a makeup or beauty community because outside of cosplay i really don't use it all that often other than just for artistic expression Um, In my experience, everybody that I have come in contact with and have had questions has been more than willing to answer. So personally, I haven't had any issues or qualms, but that's not to say that there isn't any.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I think um, in in beauty in general, um, you know, just just crediting people. If you sort of see a look from them and you want to recreate it, that's fine. Just tag them. And that's
1: mm-hmm. it. Yep. I've been hey, I've guy. been super fortunate to be able to work with specific people that helped me out with with the looks I was going for. So I get yeah, perfect. I've mm. had no issues whatsoever. Everyone's been very very helpful. Hey, it's Richard from Bakari Cosplay. I made a Hellboy face prosthetic in silicone. Have either of you worked with silicone before? Becca or Victoria. Is that something you've dipped your toe into?
3: I have not had the pleasure. I've watched many tutorials because I want to learn but uh, if you're familiar with Marianne of Hypergate Cosplay I believe she's quite adept with silicones and various materials like that. Um, I'm I'm getting her to uh, to make me some Le coup for for Darth Maul, or Darth Talon sorry. Um, so soon I will have some silicone or latex uh material to work with but i haven't really had too much experience the closest thing i think is i have liquid, oh, latex, liquid latex so i've, yeah, I've,
1: got some
3: of that I've made fake noses and stuff like that yeah, yeah. Um, but well, no I I have. your prosthetics using, usually yeah, made yeah. of then
0: like when you are making fancy prosthetics like your horns or like yep. whatever right like what do you typically make that stuff out if it's not silicone
3: well, I'm I'm pretty scrappy. I tell people all the time I'm sort of like the red green of cosplay. So I just use whatever's sort of lying around. Um, so
0: lots of duct tape is what you're duct saying. Duct tape
3: forever, yeah. <laughs> now these, for example, my Hellboy horns are EVA foam, just the oh. floor mats, the textured ones. So I uh, cut them and then I took like my Dremel and put these little scuffs all the way around in them painted them, primed them. And then I put a thin layer of latex, liquid latex on the back. And occasionally I'll reapply that. And you don't even have to do that step. Really, they'll stick with just the foam. The latex is just a little bit nicer on the skin, I find, Mm -hmm. uh, long term. But uh, basically anything, I've taken the polymorph beads, and I've glued them. I've made hot glue uh, blades when I was um, witch blade. So I had all these like, uh, blades protruding out of my skin. I actually made them out of hot glue, most of them, and then painted them. And then again, I just used prosate and stuck them down. Um, this is a little, little nose um, that is made of craft foam on the inside and latex on the outside. So it's kind of like a witch's nose. <laughs> uh, I'm awesome. very resourceful. This is. Uh, That model clay that dries into foam, these are little skulls, so if you need to be mystique, you can easily just glue one of those to your forehead. You don't have to break the bank, and it doesn't have to be movie-grade materials to look like movie-grade. You just have to be really, really crafty and scrappy.
0: (laughs) Megan says duct tape. Yes, yes. We all love the duct tape.
3: Duct tape forever. (laughs) Yes
0: uh producer jen and i don't know if you can bring up a couple pictures here i want to so many pictures i have in here that i want to talk about i want to talk about victoria's nightmare sally i want to talk about your pin uh, uh, becca's pinhead uh that's neat (laughs) i didn't even see that in the pictures uh jen can we go to the nightmare sally because that's another one where it's a full yarn wig
2: yes that you made, made that.
0: full of yourself.
2: Yeah. Um. I actually. I. I got. Uh. This really cheap wig that I used for Darth Maul. I was only like ten dollars at Shoppers, and I was done with it. So I cut off all of the hair, and then I. Um. Put in yarn one by one, to make the super long, thing.
1: <laughs> As you do.
2: As you do. You do.
0: <laughs> uh jen can you also bring up the pinhead or, uh, either of the pictures i that's my favorite and this is a recent one too isn't it like you just yeah. recently did this
3: one i hurried uh, to do it as soon as the movie w- was coming out i just really really mm-hmm. struggled to get the lookout really quick before the movie dropped so
0: <laughs> so you did this movie- before the movie so you didn't even know what she looked like in the movie yet when you did this
3: I had seen um, Sideshow Collectibles uh, release uh, uh, a figurine of what the one of the Hell Priestesses might look like, so I used that kind of as reference, and then I just honestly just went with the old school pinhead uh, character and just kind of made it more feminized.
0: What are the pins?
3: Q-tips. <laughs> So I took, uh, I took Q-tips and I cut them down to little even sizes. Then I put them inside a Ziploc bag. I squirted some paint in there and I shook it like shake and bake until they were all coated. And then when they were starting to dry, I put cinnamon in the bag as well and shook it up. And then it gave them this textured, corroded, rusted metal spike look that you see in the picture. And then I used... Um, I had spirit gum at the time because I had run out of my Prose aid. So I used spirit gum and I just stuck them down one by one. And the process is fairly simple. I just took a pencil and I drew a grid on my face and then I started gluing one by one by one.
0: You put the makeup on first and then you glued.
3: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the time, uh, if you're going to do a prosthetic, you want to have no makeup on the area. So what I ended up having to do was keep a Q-tip on hand and I did all of my makeup. I put the bald cap on, um, I put all the cuts and incisions on and then I took a Q-tip with makeup remover and I just twisted and removed the makeup on dots on a grid line on my face. And then once those spots were dried down, I was able to adhere the, um, the product like the spirit gum to it and then stick each spike. So it was a lengthy procedure. I sat there for a long time. Uh, I had to stop for lunch, and I, I I looked very silly when I was probably sighted in the window of my house. But <laughs> um, that's par for the course. I think people are used to seeing me weird by now. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair, very
0: very fair.
3: Oh, uh, talking
0: about weird. <laughs> this one's awesome. <laughs> this is so good, <laughs> so good. Uh, Uncle Fester.
3: I, I mean, am a sucker for Tim Burton. I love Tim Burton and I I love Uncle Fester.
0: Did you did you just do this recently or was this a while ago?
3: Uh I did this during lockdown. Um I was bored and I actually the the outfit that I'm wearing is on backwards. I was uh the Lord Commander, which is a cartoon character from a sci-fi cartoon um that is near and dear to my heart and I just ended up putting it on backwards because it resembled his his uh attire that he wears in the show and i i have that same bald cap that i try and reuse for as many looks as possible i used it for dr manhattan as well um it's been used and abused many times i think it's time for a new one um but uh yeah i just i just went for it um i find when you're doing like tim burton characters or characters that tend to be really dark and gray like this it's a lot easier than you would think to get an effect like this, because you don't have to be precise. There's no precision there. You can smear all the black under your eyes, as messy as you want. You can smear it on your face. He's supposed to be dirty and, you know, dead and playing with explosives. So he's not gonna look pretty. Uh, So the, the more you can mess yourself up, the better you start to look, so.
1: It's a process, man. Trust yeah, the I, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of these are. I'm, I'm. I'm still looking through the pictures. I mean, oh, you, you know what? Uh, Producer Jen I don't know if you can. Oh, well, there you go. You both did a Grinch, and I both. I've pictures of both of you. So this is obviously Victoria's Grinch.
2: <laughs> oh God. <laughs>
1: That's so,
0: awesome. So there's it, uh, there's absolutely, obviously, absolutely. That's so appropriate. Prosthetic.
1: She's very grinchy and grumpy, and absolutely that could not be more on on. Oh yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm.
0: And there's Becca's Grinch.
3: Yeah, I love it.
1: Bad humbug.
3: <laughs> that is actually easier than you might think, provided you have enough facial wrinkles to uh to trace. So basically, I just like scritched my face up as hard as I possibly could, and took a dark, dark crayon, like a green crayon, after I had my green face base on. And just started pressing into my natural creases. And then from there, you just add extra ones and you can kind of manipulate from there. But he's actually not that hard of a character to pull off as long as you take your time. That's
1: why I've done it so many times myself, personally. I uh, grinch a million times because it's
0: so Every easy day. to do.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, uh, guys, we've been on for almost an hour and a half. Um, do we have time for one last question from Instagram before we log up? Do it. Looking at the old man over here. We, oh, yeah, um, yeah. No, no. Yeah, I'm, yeah no, no. All Get right. There. What's a life lesson you learned through cosplay? Ooh. Ooh
3: That's geez. a good question
0: for everybody, I think.
3: Um, Listen to your body. So many cosplayers. I don't know about you guys, but I've seen at least a fair share of handful drop on a convention floor because they're either dehydrated or they're uncomfortable or they haven't eaten or their wig is not sitting on their head. Right. And they're getting a headache, uh, whatever it is. I know you're trying to struggle through and do it for the cause and you want to look good and you want to be present and you want to experience all the things. But if you feel even for a split second that you haven't had enough water or that you need Tylenol, that you need to eat, you need to go and do those things like right away because usually by the time you're thinking about it, it's already too late. So mm-hmm. I myself have experienced con exhaustion. Uh, the first time I wore Noriko out anywhere, I was hell bent to go the entire day in it to not get out of it, and then to do the costume contest at the end. I did all of that. I did not eat, and by the end of it, I was pretty much melting, like, and falling over. My hands were shaking. I was not thinking straight. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it happened like this. So listen to your body uh, because the last thing you want is to ruin your good time with a bad time if you know what i mean
0: mm-hmm. great yeah. advice
3: i i think uh
2: i think just let let cosplay be fun just yes. whenever you come to a hurdle and you're frustrated just think i'm doing this for fun this is for me this is a hobby um i know that it can get uh sort of competitive uh, especially if you are looking at some people online, uh, but just just step back. You're going to a convention; it's for fun, um, and that's something that I'm still learning, but I'm trying.
1: Yeah, I well, I, I've been banging the drum since uh, I, I I learned it. Uh, I didn't earn it, learn it early enough. Uh, cosplay is for everyone uh we're talking to some amazing cosplayers tonight that have mad mad makeup skills and prosthetic skills but we mentioned it before toronto comic Con's coming up the geeks and co are going to have a booth and i don't care what level you think or other people think you're at you're welcome at the booth if you're a cosplayer you welcome at the booth if you're not a cosplayer don't be wrong but no one's going to judge you for your cosplay because cosplay is for everyone it's for every race creed sexuality gender disability we don't care age height weight we don't care cosplay is for everyone that it took me a little while to learn that but now that i have learned it i'm banging the drum on this all day every day because i keep seeing so many people elitists and snobs and snuck ups and people putting down and giving shit to other people for how they're doing it or why they're doing it or what method or manner or whatever and they're oh it just it drives me absolutely bananas cosplay is for everyone kids Let's keep it as inclusive and diverse as we possibly can moving it's forward the for all time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's costume play, kids. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're here to right? have fun. <laughs> you can you can put a costume on a mannequin and and people can go, that's a great costume, but that's not what we're doing. It there's the play aspect of it. And the play means, yep. yeah, we're supposed to be there for fun, not to be I mean, I'll judge you for other stuff, but I'm not gonna judge you for your cosplay. Oh,
3: I'm always judging you for Yeah, other super
1: stuff. I'll people watch all day long and judge the <laughs> shit out of you for your haircut or whatever, but not for your cosplay. Your cosplay is dope, it's welcome. That's how we do, that's how we roll, that's how we're gonna do it moving forward. JS, what about you? What have you learned? Kind of stole the words out of my mouth there. Oh, shit, man, I mean, sorry, well, that's probably you why know, we co-host this it's, thing, right?
0: It's supposed to be fun. If you're not having fun. Then do something else. You're doing you know, it. don't don't. Yeah, you're doing it wrong, right? Don't let other people spoil the fun for you. It doesn't matter what other people think. You're there to have fun. And if you're having fun, nobody gives a shit about what other people think. And right. if they do have a problem. Oh, I, I, Rob deleted his comment. <laughs> his comment said, tell them to come and see old Uncle Robbie, the bad guy, and he'll take care of them, you know? <laughs> Have fun, guys. Have fun. Be safe. Do whatever the hell you want to do. If you feel comfortable doing something, do it. If you don't feel comfortable doing something, don't do it. Don't stress it out. It's Uh for fun. Again, I think Becca said it the best. Cosplay.
3: Uh And there's no real wrong way to do something. I mean, if you do it and it works, is it really the wrong way? As long as you're not hurting anybody.
1: There is no wrong way. You do it any yeah. way as long, as long as you're not hurting anybody. Exactly. Yeah. Or or there like is. deeply offending somebody else. Like, you know. Well, yeah, we all exactly. know what we're talking about, right? So, yeah, as long as oh, you yeah. don't doing any of that, yeah, yeah, do it, man. Do it any exactly. way yeah, Exactly. Doesn't matter.
3: I like you don't uh, have to have the best of the best. You can just do with what you got. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, we have that I debate do. on here too. You also don't have to make your shit. You can buy your shit. You can pay other people to make your shit. You can do all of that. Stuff. I do. It doesn't I matter. do all of that yeah it doesn't matter it makes no difference yeah. uh do you guys uh it looks like we're gonna wrap it up here we we yeah. have been on for an hour and a half um let's start with victoria do you have anything you have coming up or do you want to promote anything do you want to give people your socials so they can look at the work we've been featuring for tonight? go ahead and hit us with what you got
2: oh boy um well <laughs> my, my instagram is right there uh that's
1: that's one of them. Yep.
2: all of my well it's a cosplay one. <laughs> that is a
1: cosplay one. That's true.
2: Um, I think right now, uh, I'm I'm working on Comic Con cosplays, uh, because I'll be there all three days. No idea what I'm being, um, because I don't being know if i this at is our work. booth
1: for sure. But other than that,
2: lucky you. Um, yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> other than that, I've never watched
1: <laughs> Star Trek. But that's fine. That's it's all. That's
2: fine. Maybe I just won't be there on Friday. Um. I Just show that, up in your
1: Han Solo Show up in a Star Wars bullshit Just to piss us off the most
2: I think yeah. I'm actually going to do that Yeah, you should uh, Outside of cosplay, I do uh, covers on YouTube My YouTube is just uh, Victoria Brown Brown with an E Which is the right way to spell it And um, that's it
1: <laughs> Becca, promote away
3: um well i am currently in the works of uh writing my own crochet patterns uh i do have some on my coffee page for sale uh the goal is over the next year is to write a full book of costumes and or not costumes of crochet patterns um and to be selling the book and that's kind of where my main focus has been over the last year is just generating my pattern business and and Furthering that.
1: Where can they um, find that, Becca? I uh pardon? Where can they find that? Where can where can they go to see that or or purchase from you or what have you?
3: Um, I tell people because I have two Instagram accounts. Um, I have one that's primarily, as you know, cosplay and crafting, and then the other one is strictly just crochet. So if people are interested in getting a commission made or purchasing something already made or getting a pattern. You can skim through the Instagram feed and see the kinds of things I made and the kinds of patterns that are available. And I have a beacons link at the top of all of my social medias that'll take you to a drop down where you can find anything that's purchasable. So I use my coffee platform to sell patterns right now. But like I said, my goal is to have a nice PDF book um, within the year. Uh, But for now, coffee is a great place for that. Uh, I also have Patreon for my uh, cosplay art. and I'm open to do commissions for people. Um, I don't always have them open, you know, every every month. But if you approach me with a project and it's within my means to do it, um, don't you know? Don't be afraid or shy to come ask me. Uh, I have a 3D printer. I love foam. I do a little bit of everything. I've made crochet costumes, and I'm actually working on uh, designing a Pokemon evolution crochet costume next. So
1: sweet nice uh, You yeah. forgot got to talk about your crochet stuff we did not
3: that's all right it's all it's just back there <laughs> well,
1: we'll have you we'll have you next back time for sure. yeah, next yeah, yeah. time yeah, absolutely yeah yeah, so we we've got we've got gigs coming. Uh, Toronto Comic Con is fast approaching, guys. We're going to be here in yeah. just a little over a month now. We are, I think, we've got our line. I posted my lineup, uh, which coincides with the, with uh, our booth lineup there uh, on my Instagram. I think I posted that today or yesterday, whatever it was. So, uh, join us on Friday for Star Trek. On Saturday, the boys will be doing their Predator cosplays. I will be Captain America with a free hugs sign. I will not Bye. be soliciting hugs, but if you want and or need a hug. Come get a hug from Cap on Saturday. Uh, I will be sure that I am makeup-free. Uh, and by the way, it's a very old Cap suit, so if you have makeup on you still want the hug, get in there, it's fine. You're not going to damage it anymore more than it already is. Uh, just to keep up with today's topic. And then Sunday, we are back to doing our DC day. So if you have a DC cosplay, please come on out on Sunday to the booth. Um, we have mentioned before, it is going to be in the North Building this year. That's according to Toronto uh-huh. Comic-Con for whatever weird reason. Uh, and they have given us an indication as to where we're going to be able approximately about but we're going to hold on to that for now until we get some more information um yeah, yeah. that can still then, change that, that's yeah. what i mean that's why we're not going to get too deep into it for now yeah uh we have an idea and inkling but we're not we're not uh, it's not 100 yet um Hopefully we can got, make it.
3: that sounds awesome
1: yeah no it should be lots of fun yes. and then uh yeah may the 4th so if you're, going to be in the fourth. London, if you're going to be in the london area uh we are partnering up with uh london brewing co-op and london comic con to put on a may the 4th event at london brewing co-op uh, it is a Thursday, so I get coming in from out of town might be a bit of an issue. But uh, we're going to have raffles and prizes. We're gonna, there's going to there's food and beer there because it's in a, an actual brewery. There's going to be trivia. We're going to do a live podcast from there, and we're going to have stations set up for all kinds of Star Wars activities and fun stuff there too. So,
2: awesome.
0: never let it be
1: said that we're Star Trek only. We do Star Wars too. So,
0: yeah. Now, I, I want to make sure everybody understands this is going to be a Geeks and Co. event. Absolutely, it is. This is a Geeks and Co. May the Fourth event. Uh, doesn't matter if you're going to be dressing up or not, come and check it out. Yep, if you're not in London, consider making that a weekend because I'm not saying that we're going to be there, but
1: they're going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for dramatic effect. Just saying. Ah, uh, that might Not be your best moment be on this there, podcast in but... the two years we've been doing this. That might be your best <laughs> moment. <laughs> you know. Oh, so you slowly brought it through the shot. <laughs> that was very well done, sir. Bravo. Bravo. So,
0: yeah, I might perhaps be working on something. So, if we are there, we are dressing up.
1: Oh, you're there. So, you're dressing um, up. That's how it's going to be.
0: So, you know, a lot of us are going to be dressed up, I think. We've got some people coming. Uh, we've got people from out of town that are even considering coming. Yep. Uh, we're way out of town. I mean, we're in east side of Toronto. So, you know, guys, if you want to have some fun, hang out for a Thursday night, maybe a Friday night. We're probably going to spend the weekend there. There's a uh, horror con that weekend as well.
1: Uh, not horror. Uh, yep. No, you're right. Shock stock is that weekend in shock stock. And yeah. of course, free uh, comic book day is the 6th of May. So right. the and in busy? London, London it's a big deal. Like we close down like a big chunk of downtown London, and it's there's lines on the street, there's booths, there's activities. Free comic book yeah. day in London is actually quite a big deal. So mm-hmm. yes, we'll transition to that on the sixth. So yeah, that should be good. So to, it should, uh, should be a good weekend. Good. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Should be a good weekend. Yeah, <laughs> these are not the cosplayers you're looking for. <laughs> yes. Um, I think that's going to be it for now. Uh, mm-hmm. Any last words before we go? No. Stunned All right.
1: Silence. Well, I guess that'll be it. Thank Let's you, it, everybody. Make guys. Sure- yes. yes. Please. Thanks Thank you, you so much me. for coming on, Victoria, for coming on again. I can't believe you decided to come on again after what happened the first time. we over <laughs> right here on the channel. And then, uh, yeah, Becca, thanks so much for, uh, Wait, for hanging with us for the first time. I'm, I'm just kidding. Nothing happened. She was wonderful. I just can't believe she wanted to hang out with dorks again. She probably heard that Becca was coming. She's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> melons michael michael yeah Coffee thanks for coming out melons. guys Like we like we do super appreciate having both of you on give us your perspectives on for uh, sure I yeah appreciate and it. both of yous are welcome back
0: anytime anytime yep. you want to come on and talk about something you are more than welcome
1: second great Yay. yeah
0: awesome i think that's for the for, it's gonna be it for real now okay uh everybody Ready? make sure you click that like and subscribe button below really 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 helps us out uh-huh. But thanks for watching. Stay geeky. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Geek Geek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now, make sure you don't forget to Thank click you. that like and subscribe button, as well as the notification bell, to make sure you never miss. Any-